It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On board this aircraft, there are six emergency exits. Hello, everybody. This is Ron, your captain speaking. We are currently 30,000 feet in the air and we haven't even left the airport. We just lit the joint. <laughs> just getting a little, little pilot humor there. Seven footers crew, what is happening? Welcome back. Uh, we should say that we are back. We just, you know, <laughs> we have busy lives. We got a lot of things going on. I mean, let, 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 let's, get, let, let's keep it 100. Jen is like, are we doing the pod today? I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot. <laughs> Listen, we got a lot of stuff going on, okay? You know, life is happening life while is the association happening. is happening. Okay? Yeah. But we're always here for you guys. Don't worry. The playoffs are coming up. We wouldn't leave you hanging. Come mm-hmm. on now. Just took indeed, a little indeed. breather. Now, Let's just get right into it because I love the heading that you have at the top of the rundown, the wild, wild west, because that's what (laughs) it is. Right now, teams, the reigning champions are in jeopardy of playing the play-in tournament, and Mm -hmm. it's just chaos from the 7 to 10 seeds in the west. I mean, going in order from 7 to 10, Warriors, Pelicans, Lakers, Thunder, and Mm -hmm. then we'll get into the Mavs in Mm -hmm. the 11th Mm -hmm. seed right Mm -hmm. now. But let's talk about the West because you made a fabulous point, of course, anybody that looks at the numbers, which you love to do, (laughs) that, you know, the margins are very thin here. Yeah. I mean, two-game losing streak, as you mentioned, could put these guys in jeopardy of, you know, seed slip, I like to call it. Absolutely, Jenna. Look, like, so the Phoenix Suns are in fourth place right now, right? And the Oklahoma City Thunder, they're in 10th. They're only three games back. So, like, I mean, three games separate fourth and 10th. And- Three and That's a half wild. separate fourth and eleventh, which is out of the plan. So I mean, you know, this is this is crazy time right now. And so, as I said to you off air, the first te- the team that goes on a two game losing streak, because we got teams have seven or less games to play. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's at the end of the season. So you go on a two game losing streak, it's gonna be tough, tough sledding for you, you know. And so every team that's in that position that hasn't clinched their spot yet, and in the West. The only teams that have clinched so far are Denver and and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, who, by the way, Memphis Grizzlies have turned things around. The hottest team in the league right now, winners of nine of their last ten. Um, but That's yeah, wild. that that is wild because I, you know, I was not with with the Jaw situation. Things were not looking good, but they are they're yeah. back and, and playing good ball again. But everybody else still has to worry about clinching their spot, Jenna. So, and the thing is, they're all playing each other. So it ain't like you know, just win your games; it'll be fun. Every, you're not going to go undefeated. You have to play one another. So someone has to lose these games. So it, it's going to be tough, man. I just, you know, I think Phoenix and the Warriors are probably okay. You know, the Clippers with losing Paul George, that's going to really hurt them, put a lot of pressure on Kawhi. Um, 
you know, look, the Timberwolves have gotten hot, so what look out for them. They're playing well. Not Cat's back. You know, it's looking pretty good. The Pelicans are supposedly going to get Zion back. Who knows? Your Lakers, look, AD is playing well. LeBron's back. But, you know, he's dealing with a serious injury. Who knows what's going to happen with them? Yeah, wow. It, 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 it's just tough sledding right now. So, you know, I, I just think guys have to really, again, you got you to win every game in front of you. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Win like there's no room for a breather anymore at this point, which, you know, I mean, hey, we're at that time of the season. But also, too, I mean, like looking at the, the standings right now, uh, did you ever think that, um, yeah. So did you ever think that you would see literally the Oklahoma City Thunder above the Mavericks? I mean, I just don't understand what is happening with this Mavericks team. Really quick, back to the LeBron James injury, too. Um, the tendon in the right foot, I think it was. Uh, LeBron James, that tendon in his right foot, I mm-hmm. didn't realize it was that serious. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, so you, you have three tendons in your foot, right? Your um, peroneal, posterior, and your Achilles. We know it's not his Achilles because if he tore or ruptured his Achilles, he'd be done for the season. So it's one of those other two tendons, right? And, you know, look, uh, that's a serious thing. Like, you just don't get better, <laughs> right? Like, you, you know what's going to actually help that? Not playing basketball. But he has to play basketball. So I, Long you know. postseason, too. Yeah, so it, it's going to be tough. Look, you know, I've not been high on the Lakers all year because I think they have a coaching problem. Um, I just do like Darwin. Yeah. I just, you know, look, everyone's like, Oh, the roster, Rob, Polinka, whatever. The roster's fine. That I think coaching is a problem. And so, you know, look, the West is so, because that bottom area is so jumbled together, they might get lucky and just, you know, and, and, and be, and get into the play-in. But does anybody realistically think this team is going to win the play-in, get a playoff CE, like a seven or eight spot, an upset. It was like, oh, Denver doesn't want to see the Lakers. I'm like, Denver is fine playing the Los Angeles Lakers. The Memphis Grizzlies are fine playing the Los Angeles Lakers. Like, I just, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Two interesting notes on the Lakers. Really quick with Le- the LeBron situation, to your point just now, like, like I'm not saying give up, but like mm-hmm. right now, like, do you guys really – if I'm LeBron and I got a serious tendon injury, am yeah. I going to jeopardize that right now to try well, to even make it to the first round? This That's is the, just me. This is the problem, Jenna. When you go all in and you get LeBron and Anthony Davis, you're, there's no such thing as rebuilding or punting a year. Every year, the thought process of a management is we're competing for a championship. Well, listen, old guys get injured and we see what's happening. They, they can't do it, right? Look, it may be that one title they won in the bubble. That might be it. I just don't really see right now a feasible path where this team currently constructed wins an NBA championship this year. I just, right. it's just not there. And my second note before we move on, but like, I really do wonder this for real or call me crazy if this isn't true, but the Darvin Ham coaching situation, mm-hmm. like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. no one's talking about that. Why isn't anyone blaming him? Like they've blamed, I don't know, name another coach, Luke Walton. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Why it, aren't we blaming? And again, I'm not saying to place the blame right, on him. Right, I'm just right. saying, why isn't anyone talking about that? Because they're not. And they should be, right? Because, look, it's Darvin's first year, and it's hard, like, transitioning to becoming a head coach. This is not who he is now. is not who he's going to be forever. Like, he can get better and improve and all that. But rotations don't make sense sometimes. The way he staggers minutes doesn't make sense sometimes. Like, it's just, it just does not make a lot of sense. 
Um, and so, you know, and then tactically, there are some things I'm just kind of like, what are we really doing here right now? But, you know, the idea is the talent can win out, but not old, injured, hurt talent, right? And so, and that's what the Lakers' two best players are. I mean, AD is not that old. He's 30, but often injured. LeBron, 38, often injured now, right? This yeah. team is only going to go as far as those two playing like all NBA level players can carry them. If they're not doing, if those two are not playing all NBA level, Come the postseason, doesn't matter. They're not. They're not doing anything. Facts. I hear you. Well, let's move on um, because I spent, of course, a ton of time on the Lakers. <laughs> Nothing changes. But um, really quick, before we get into Bradley Beal, why mm-hmm. don't we just talk about yep. why the Mavericks suck right now? Because they're in the eleventh spot in the West. Very, very interesting spot to be in because you're below the OKC Thunder, which is wild to me. I never thought I would say that. And also. You just got Kyrie Irving to compliment your superstar. So what's going on? Well, I'll say this quick about the OKC Thunder. This is a young team that's actually very good. Uh, Mark Daniel, their head coach, like they run good stuff, very good offensive sets. Um, They're a tough defensive team. They shoot a lot of threes. This team is, and SGA is incredible. Oh, so good. Jalen Williams. This team is very, very good. Look. Don't be surprised because they have 8 billion picks and, you know, all this cap space. If next year, OKC pulls off some kind of move and gets a big time superstar in there and they're like ready to compete and be a contender next year. Do not be surprised is all I'm going to say. Do not be surprised. All right. Now, moving on. So the Mavericks can't stop a nosebleed, right? This is they can't guard anybody. You traded away your best defensive player in Dorian Finney-Smith. I mean, and you expect to what to get better on defense? They're not. They're worse. And it's not. This is not a Kyrie thing. Like Kyrie's actually Kyrie's playing well. Like Thank this is this isn't a Kyrie situation. The fit with Luca was always going to be difficult. But again, offensively, they're fine. They just cannot guard. And yeah. this roster is devoid of athletes and athletic talent. Who on that roster do you see when you watch them plays with any kind of speed or pace and who shows incredible uh, athleticism on the floor? I can think of two people on that roster. Great point. Josh Green and Christian Wood. That's it. Nobody else. Well, listen, in today's NBA game, and they are second to last in the league in pace. I mean, they're look, it's – and, yeah, Luke and Kyrie, amazing. But if they can't guard, they have problems. and. That's a fault of GM Nico Harrison because he's the GM and and architect of this team. Owner Mark Cuban and head coach Jason Kidd. That triumvirate, I don't know what they're doing. So that is what's going on with the Mavericks. I don't think they have a direction in where they're going. I don't like how they look when they play basketball on either side. That's coaching. And the roster is just ill-fitting. That's Nico Harrison. So again, you have to ask Mark Cuban. You got this generational talent in Luka Doncic that you ostensibly want to keep happy. Well, how long before Lucas starts being like, get me the hell out of here? You tried with Chris Asporzingis, this didn't work. You tried with Jalen Brunson, this didn't work. You tried with Kyrie. Okay. And this isn't the first time they've had drama even behind the scenes. Correct. Correct. So, so we shall see. But right now, Kyrie Irving is nowhere near the top 15 things that are wrong with, with the with the Dallas Mavericks. So, you know, we'll see what happens with this team in the offseason and going forward. But this roster is ill-fitting and they're not being coached well right now. Hey, I can't say I disagree. 
So let's move on and talk about an unlikely headline that I thought I would read uh, today about Bradley Beal, mm. Wizards star Bradley Beal, of course, um, under police investigation after a post-game incident after a road loss to the Magic uh, on Tuesday. Apparently, uh, him and the Wizards were going to the tunnel and... According to the police report, a fan yelled something that he had lost a bet. You made me lose $1,300 and mm-hmm. said some sort of curse word or insults at him. And mm-hmm. he approached, uh, I think it was the fan or one of the guys with yeah. him, mm-hmm. knocked his hat off apparently. And, you know, allegedly, according to the police report, said that he, uh, you know, this is his job. He takes it seriously, X, Y, Z. So apparently he's being under investigation. The complaint says, uh, quote, probable cause to charge Beal with simple battery. Um, This is, uh, oh, and I would be remiss if I did not mention this. According to the report, uh, the man was heard apologizing and implying that he didn't mean to intend to offend uh, Mm -hmm. Beal. So apparently there was an apology and there was sort of whatever an exchange. But yeah, what do you make of this? Because, I mean, to be honest, mm, I don't know. So You can't put your hands on anyone. Let me say that. But- Damn. No doubt. So uh, Bradley knocked the hat off this guy's head. And apparently with knocking the the hat off the guy's head, he may have made contact with the man's side of his head or his face. And the police said there's enough there to charge simple battery. We will see if the attorney general's office uh, in Florida does anything and actually files formal charges. We shall see. Yeah. Um, The Bradley Bill's lawyer said that they're cooperating with, you know, the, all the investigation and they expect Bradley's name to be cleared. Yeah. It, you know, this could be something as simple as a fan realizing, oh, it's Bradley Beal. Let me file charges because I can get a payday, right? Or something like that. We'll see what, what happens on that on, on that regard. What I will say is this, Jenna. This, to me, is the other side of the NBA, because this is the league we're talking about, but also the other professional sports leagues, getting into bed, with sports books. All these leagues are clamor- and owners are clamoring for new money, new money, new revenue streams, new revenue streams. Here comes online gambling with their hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes, give it all. We want it. We want it. We want it. Okay, well, there's an other side to that. And this is the side. And Jenna, this is a relatively low stakes situation, right? 1300 bucks, whatever, you know, not crazy. What happens though, Jenna, when an angry fan who bets millions of dollars loses and maybe they catch that player outward in the out out of the arena like heading towards the team van and the team bus and gets you know who knows how fans and different people get themselves into certain areas and get close to certain areas gambling is a serious addiction and people who lose big time they go to dark, dark places. So this is the other side of this, right? Like, and right now, with the, there's no not much regulations out there in terms of what these online sports books can say and do about, you know, deposits and matching your money and this, that, and the third. Okay, this is the other side. This, to me, Jenna, should be a warning to Adam Silver, the NBA, and the other professional yeah. sports leagues. This is the other side of this. When it escalates to a point where someone loses significant money and something jumps off, what then? So that's all. 
Yeah, couldn't agree more. I mean, hey, if I mean, clearly betting and sports betting isn't going anywhere. Um, but at least, you know, like you said, use this incident as a tool to learn that like, mm-hmm. hey, maybe let's like up security, do small things that like, you know, these players or these fans can't get so close to the players. Like, and again, we're not going to sit here and dissect it, but like, you're Bradley Beal going to the tunnel. Now he has made his way out to mm-hmm. clearly be mm-hmm. in face view mm-hmm. with these people. So like, how are you getting this mm-hmm. close? Where mm-hmm. are the people stepping in? Are they not there? Is it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah. Everything, Jenna. And you know, look, fans have to understand players don't care about your parlays, your D your daily fantasy league. Like they don't give a shit about any of those things as Bradley's. This is their job. They're, they are professionals. Literally. This is their work. Their goal is to win the game by any means necessary. So it doesn't matter if they don't score 30 and do the thing to get you, whatever. That, that, that's not what they're focused on. They're focused on wins. Okay. And so you need to be aware of that and put that in its proper context. Right. And last note on that too, like some, some players might feel like they're, you know how some players will feel like, you know, they're not, they're not these like, caged animals in right. a circus. It's, 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 so dehuman- now this, it's dehumanizing. Yeah, it's dehumanizing. Yeah, this dehumanizes yeah. them even more if Correct. you think about it. Correct. But again, whole podcast for another time. Correct. Correct. But yeah, interesting stuff right there to dive into. But let's move on because uh, more controversy happening around the association that's not on the court. Um, but this is no surprise to basically anybody on the internet. Uh, Chuck, uh, Charles Barkley and uh, Kevin Durant going at it again. I guess uh, Barkley was on a 60 Minutes interview recently and called Durant sensitive. Said he was a great player, but he's part of a generation who can't, who thinks that they can't be criticized. Um, he's never looked in the mirror and said, "Man, is that a fair criticism?" Of course, KD came back on Twitter, of course, and basically said, you know, uh, that he doesn't respect what comes out of Chuck's mouth and that, you know, you're still doing this, Chuck. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, of course. Um, what do you make of this? This is an interesting st- thing here because again, you know, Chuck was saying that Katie's the bus driver. He's relied on other people to win championships, X, Y, Z, all that, uh, history between them. Jenna, like, first of all, the Kevin Durant news that it's exciting is that Kevin Durant returns to play basketball reportedly tomorrow. Oh yeah. I should have mentioned the Minnesota that Timberwolves, Right. That to me is the more important story here. Yes. This, yes. This Charles Barkley back and forth who's a bus driver, who's a bus rider. Like, this is just stupid, inane conversation. You know, Barkley's hilarious to me because he's like, oh, this generation of players is sensitive. As if he himself was not king of sensitivity when he would get criticized by media. Like, literally threatening reporters, get in their face when they would write bad things about him. Like, Chuck, just stop. Stop with the nonsense about who's sensitive and who's not sensitive. You are the king of sensitive. Your boy, Michael Jordan who you criticize as an owner for being bad at ownership, won't even talk to you. The king of sensitivity. Like, it's just, all of this is just stupid. The problem is that old people like Chuck don't understand social media. And they're like, why you got to get back on social and say stuff? That's how people of this era communicate and talk is on social media. Like, it's fine. The sad thing about all this, Jenna, is is that there are young fans and young people coming into the NBA who may want to be fans who will never know the greatness of Charles Barkley as a player and his intellect as a basketball 
uh, his intellect as a basketball player, someone who understands the game, someone with an acumen that is like really incredible. Because instead, he is this character on TNT and inside the NBA where who he play for, right? All, all these funny things where he falls asleep. He doesn't know where guys are. Like, it doesn't pay attention. To, it's just, it's stupid. And it's silly. And it's really, really unfortunate. And it's, you know, this back and forth is just, to me, you know, it's like when I used to say, like, you know, when Chuck, like, does the, oh, Draymond's triple single, like, ha, ha, ha. And I always joke and I say, you know, Chuck, maybe if you play with a play like Draymond Green, you might have an NBA championship in your career. Oh, just saying, Ooh. just saying again, because it, it undervalues the contributions that other people make to winning basketball. Basketball isn't just about who scores the most points like yeah. that. That's not, there are more facets to the game. Right. And so, yeah, if Chuck played with a better player like Draymond Green, he might've beaten the bulls in 93 and won that NBA championship, but you didn't. Right. Like, <laughs> and part of it too is also, and Chuck will never admit this, but this, you know, it's jealousy, right? Because he's like, man, Durant got two rings playing with all these awesome guys. I wish I could, yeah, because there wasn't free agency like that when you played and you couldn't just decide. And no matter what they say, oh, I wouldn't have gone, I wasn't trying to beat them. Bullshit. You couldn't do it. It wasn't allowed. You didn't have free agency in that manner. If it was the way it was now, you best believe Chuck would do whatever to get to which, by the way, he did towards the end of his career, move into the Rockets to try to win a championship. So let's not act like this is something that is foreign. And this whole idea about who is a bus driver and who is a bus rider is also stupid. Like, it's just dumb. What does that even mean? Kevin Durant was the finals MVP for two NBA champions. Sounds like a bus driver to me. Like, right, if you want to use that dumb analogy, it's just, it's silly. And, you know... uh, Let's stop wasting time on it. Kevin Durant returns to the Phoenix Suns. That is a boost and a shot in the arm for them. Hopefully they can lock in that fourth seed, right? Get home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. I know that's what they're focused on. And they're excited to have him back down in, down in Phoenix. Oh, my God, Gerard. It's you just, should just cut that into a clip. And I just, it, it's just It'll stupid. go viral. Yeah, I, 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 I might. It's like, you know, it's just, and I get it. Chuck is just playing his character. But Chuck, come on. You understand basketball better than that. It was it was honestly a phenomenal uh, assessment. Thank honestly, you. I appreciate that. That <laughs> what did the kids say? Put it in the lerve, lerve, the lerve, <laughs> You know that world famous museum in Paris. I know. <laughs> I should know how to say it. <laughs> the lerve. <laughs> I'm dying. Why am I like this? I don't want to be like this. Okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. You know, I'm sure a lot of people make that mistake. I'm just the only one willing to go on camera to do it. <laughs> we'll just put it up like that. Okay. Let's move on before I embarrass myself further and talk about, uh, to close this one out, the MVP race. I mean, mm. you know, of course, the top names in the race, Joel Embiid, uh, Nikola Jokic, of course, going mm-hmm. for his third straight since what, Larry Bird in like mm-hmm. 1980? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 80, um, like Bird won 82, 83, 84. Yeah. I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. What do you make of this? I mean, of course, you know, it's obvious that Jokic does not care. Uh, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful mm-hmm. way. What I'm saying, you know, he just doesn't. He's not that type of guy. Um, and neither apparently does Joel Embiid, who uh, recently told the athletic that he uh <laughs> doesn't care. Yeah, which Can means he it? cares so much. Joel wants Joel Embiid cares so much and wants to win this award so bad. So badly. What is he um, would he lose the last two times? Yes. Look, right? 
And he said, you'll hate this. I don't know if you read the whole piece. Oh, about the analytics He is stuff. not a fan of analytics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look. You and Daryl Morey wouldn't like that. Here, here's the reality. Daryl Morey is boss, by the way. Um, yes. If you want, uh, full disclosure, I do not have an NBA MVP vote. If I did, however, I believe today it would be Joel Embiid by the slimmest of margins, then Jokic, then Giannis in my top three. Yeah. Um, yeah. Folks, we have about seven games or so left in the regular season. That could change. Um, If the Nuggets just run off the rest of the way and Jokic is awesome and whatever and Philly fades – down to that, they keep that third spot. They don't because they were up at sec up at two. When they were up at two, I was like, ooh, Philly. We'll see. Neck and neck. If you want to give it to Embiid this year, you'll get no argument from me. More than deserving and worthy. Not more than deserving and worthy. Mm-hmm. If you want to give it to Jokic for the third straight time, also deserving and worthy. If you want to give it to Giannis, also deserving. They are all deserving of winning this award. This is my plea, sure. Jenna, for we need more awards. There needs to be an NBA MVP, and then we need to have an Offensive Player of the Year. Agreed. Right? We have a Defensive Player of the Year. Why not Agreed. have an Offensive Player of the Year? Yeah, why? Now, sometimes, some well, because people will say, oh, there's a scoring title. Nah, that's not it. No, one no, no it doesn't that. matter. That doesn't matter. Or you call it the most outstanding player. Because so, in some years, Jenna, the MVP and the Offensive Player of the Year might be the same person. They might some years. But most years, they probably won't be, right? So you go value, and, and we have to be clear. What do you define value as? To me, value is about who impacts winning the most, right? right. By that metric, it is Nikola Jokic. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you people. It just is. Now, if you want to go Offensive Player of the Year award, I'd happily give that to Joel Embiid, our most outstanding player. Happily give that to Joel Embiid. And I even said, if you want to give Joel Embiid the MVP, fine. He clearly wants to win it clearly wants to win it no matter what he says oh because if, if you read his comments what he actually did was take a subtle shot at Jokic. i'm not the one that's been all nba first team i haven't won two mvps so you know the pressure's not on me he's you know just, that's his little shot right he's, he's sending a shot yeah look and Jokic could care less he doesn't like the way the mvp conversation has devolved into and it's stupid like it really has it's gotten dumb and it's just as a, as a society and as a basketball community we just we just can't enjoy fun things anymore. We can't have fun. And this is, it's turned into yeah. these terrible, awful discussions. So ultimately, Jenna, yeah. I don't care who wins it. If any of those three win it, they'd be deserving. Yeah. I will say I am happy to see the big men still mm-hmm. in the MVP conversation. Because I feel no like doubt. they get slighted, you they know. Do. They do, but they're, but those. Like point guards. <laughs> for, for those wing players, right? But th- mm-hmm. those three, those three far and away to me um, have been the best players. Um, all year but you know what's really interesting you know at dame been on a better team you know damien's having Lillard's having an outstanding year but the blazers suck uh jimmy butler's also having an outstanding year about the heat meh you know durant mm-hmm. hasn't played enough games you know Kawhi hasn't played enough games you know it's just it's these are all guys you know pg at but one point P- pg at one point he's out step at one point you know all all these guys Tough business. Tough business. That's why they call it a make or miss league, my friends. <laughs> and that is all she wrote for today. Oh, we, we have one quick thing. We have the Ben Simmons thing. You see why I forgot. <laughs> well, Great transition into that. This Thank is, God. 
yeah, they shut him down for the season in New York. Uh, probably going to be chalked up as one of the worst trades uh, ever. This is just sad because I don't That's know sad. where his career goes from here. And I, I also want to be clear about this, Jenna. Like, people are like, oh, Ben Simmons, bust, this, that, and the third. Look, the man was drafted number one, was rookie of the year, a three-time All-Star, All-NBA, and two-time All-Defensive. That is not a bust, people. Like, right. <laughs> like, he's not a bust. There are plenty yeah. of number one picks who haven't done anything remotely close to that. Um, now, Facts. has his career not reached the heights that we envisioned for him and he he envisioned for himself? No doubt. Um, and is that disappointing? Yes. Um, what I hope is, is that one, he gets right physically, because clearly the back is bothering him. And as someone right. who who you know, as you know, I cover the Nets. I'm at Nets games. You can just mm-hmm. tell when when he played, and you, I, I would know from the minute he got on the floor. Oh, bad back game. You can just see it running yep. upright and stiff, can't bend. Like you, you just yeah. see it. So if he is able to get right physically, and then work to get himself right mentally, he can yeah. still be a hell of a player in this league. He can, um, because Jenna, like he's he's not old. He's 26. No. Like he's 26. Yeah. Like this in this is his physical prime. I mean, not because of the back right now, but so you know, we'll see. That that's what I'm hoping for Benson is that he gets himself right physically. I agree. And then he can put himself together mentally. Yeah. I hope he can figure it out, turn it around, get some real help for that injury, and of course, mentally, because again, you you went down his resume. Great guy, great uh player. Mm-hmm. So no doubt. Wishing him the best. Speedy recovery as well. But yeah, Ben Simmons shut down for the season. No doubt. Well, well, now you can tell. Now that. it's the end. <laughs> you know where to find us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Uh, at Simverse Podcast on Twitter. At Simverse Pod on Twitter. At Simverse Podcast on Instagram. At JS Hector. At Jenna Lemoncelli. And until next time, everybody. Peace.